back in season one, episode one, interviewed a poet named Rachel Worsley. That was the, the, the first interview calling friends during lockdown. But there was somebody else I called before then. She wasn't meant to be the first one. That person didn't pick up and I left them this voicemail message. And we'll send a message as a text. G'day, Mike here, just doing random spot check to make sure you're in isolation. Please get back to me within one hour or you will be arrested. Your voice message is being converted to text and will be sent as an SMS. One year later, during 124, we finally got him on the line. 124. 19. Maximilian Ryan is his name, but I just called him Max. How are you? Mike Williams. Uh, That's your 10 minutes of critical feedback. (laughs) Oh, did you hear that, did you? Yeah, yeah, I was was planning in whispering. That was some behind-the-scenes stuff. You weren't meant to hear that. (laughs) Because we're running a very professional outfit here and uh, everything's planned and contingencies, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Look, how are you? Look, I really pondered uh, possibly dogging this phone call just because that's the last thing that you that you told me not to do. So, can, can I check? Um, are we? Are, are you good? Are you good? You cool? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. This is probably the only five minute moment I haven't been in lockdown for the last year. So yeah. you've caught me at a good time. I know it's been I know it's been hard for you. So look, give me the sixty second version of of the lockdown. You went to Bali and you and the world was crumbling, and then you came back. What happened next? Um, yes, yeah, so I went back, so I went to quarantine for a few weeks and then got out and then had a whiff of freedom until I got on an Uber with a cab driver, sorry, an Uber driver who had COVID. So I went back into quarantine. Oh man. Then, okay. Wow. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, that was good. And so I did that. And then, um, anyway, waited out the year of Melbourne in, in quarantine and went and saw my family for Christmas and got caught in Sydney. So, so when you came been, up, you finally got out of the lockdown in Melbourne. You, yeah. you you come up to Sydney, it's like, wow, great, we're going to have a good Christmas now, that's all behind us. And then Sydney went into lockdown and you were here. Yeah, that's it, that's it. Just, just you know, got my mother's dream. My mum's dream for the last 10 years never let me go back to Melbourne. So she um, super spread all over the northern beaches and, uh, yeah, I was stuck in, stuck in Sydney for a while. She was loving it. Was she having you there? Uh, no, not particularly. Uh, we're we're a good ang- we're we're a good Anglo-Saxon family. I'd say forty-eight hours of the tenure, and then suddenly um, we're all on each other's nerves. But you know, it was yeah. it was nice to spend a bit of a bit of time. Um, you kind of realise your parents are getting older and uh, more boomerier as the years go on. But um, no, it was good. It was good. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back in. I'm actually in Geelong. So I was mm. actually a question to you: is mm. is our is our friendship over? Now that I'm not in walking distance to Green's Cafe, it's certainly taken a back seat. I must. There have been other people around you who are closer to Green's who oh. who have gone up in status. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to rule anything out because there are some cheaper flights to the Geelong area. So I'm trying to just work out um, Avalon, the loop. Baby. Avalon. Yeah, you know. So look, I've, I've thought this through. I think I can make Avalon work. Like with the money I would save on the flight plus the free accommodation at your place, I think it could still work. <laughs> oh, I've thought it through, man. I've thought it through. Don't you worry about that. Oh, God damn it. You've, yeah, you've preempted this one. Um, that's all right. I'm, I'm sure you're a fan of chip sandwiches and I can make you a few of those anyway. Just, just for context, uh, Max lives in Melbourne. We became good friends when I lived in Melbourne about 10 years ago now. That's pretty scary. But uh, every mm. time I go back to Melbourne now, I will crash at, at Max's house. <laughs> and he happened that to live right. conveniently around the corner from the best cafe in the country, which I'm not 
afraid to to make that call greens in brunswick um so yeah look you're still in the loop man i'm still trying to keep my hand in we'll just see how we go i'm just trying to figure out the logistics of avalon and whatnot but um so so let's let's come back to so I want, let's get to geelong in a sec but i want to come back to the family rewind to the mum. you said the anglo-saxon thing 48 hours isn't it funny how when you live interstate and then when you have when you come back you have to stay with them and then you get this like, mm. we missed you, we missed you, missed you. And then within literally 24 to 48 hours, it's like, oh, man, this is, this is full oh, on. You run out of shit to talk about. No, 100%. I think it's, um, yeah, I actually wish it was a bit more like these 10-minute interviews, to be honest. Um, <laughs> go along, pop it all out, uh, bail out. Look, you know, I, I love my family a lot, but I just, um, yeah, we're not built to hang out with each other for that long. It's not like we're at each other's throats either. It's more just that. At the moment, you're like, damn, I kind of feel like there's a lot more freedom. I feel like my wings are so uh, kept to my body uh, when I'm, you know, put a good thousand kilometres between us. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. And so yeah. n- now you're in Geelong. Mm-hmm. How has Geelong treated you? It's been fantastic. I think, I think like a lot of people around our age, due to this and also the fact that I work from home, um, getting out of the main major city has actually been pretty fantastic because, look, I love 10 years of living in Brunswick, as you know. I um, you know, had, my, had my fun, but um, definitely there was a moment during lockdown, I think I told you this before, where I started to realise I was paying a lot of rent to live in an industrial tundra when all the pubs are closed and you can't see your mates. It's kind of a bit of a bummer. So being in Geelong and just, yeah, just being close to the beach, just trying something different, being... Um, been fantastic but uh but yeah i look i dragged carmen out of melbourne for the first time in her life so moving to geelong is is the biggest step she's taken away from melbourne to wow. live, so and and yeah. i and i hope this is also like the first step and multiple steps up to up to sydney you're still planning to move up here yeah yeah i am man so uh, yeah just going from geelong to wollongong i'm just trying to find any city with a fail a failed industry um so <laughs> Go to Wollongong, uh, get back on the coal face, and uh, chip my way to to where you live, which I probably shouldn't say on the uh, on the way. But um, I think I need to come and crash your pad up there. Mate, you are more more than welcome to get some free advice about some local hostels in my area. Uh, I'd love to. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it'd be it'd be a real thrill for me to f- hook you up with somewhere nice at a good price as well, because um, there's a lot of backpackers oh, uh, in that area. I can so. imagine. The- <laughs> Yeah, I, I can imagine the bed price has gone up since um, Moulin Rouge and World Bar went down. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll fix you up, man. Even even there's some good Airbnbs in my area too. So, <laughs> <laughs> cheeky shit. <laughs> 